So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's going on, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having an amazing day. And man, I'm just so glad, uh, honored really, that you would take a little bit of time out of your day to listen up and uh, learn a little bit from us. And so I promise to make this as valuable as possible in the next few minutes. And uh, you know, without further ado, we're just going to jump right into it. So today's question is actually inspired by one of our clients. And, um, you know, this is something that our clients wrestle with a lot because our, our second pillar of recovery is transformation of the heart. Uh, I'm actually thinking about rebranding that second pillar to be uh, cleaning the slate. But regardless of how we brand it, the motto is he who is most vulnerable heals the quickest, right? So we encourage vulnerability and we encourage it in our community, but we also really encourage people to find places in their life, find existing pockets where there are opportunities for them to be vulnerable. This is uh, pivotal. It, it is it is essential for the the growth and development of somebody who really wants to be free. If you want to be sober, you can pretty much bypass the vulnerability piece or you could dip your toes in the water. But if you're serious about making a long-term recovery marked by freedom, well, then you really need to embrace this thing head on. And one of the issues our clients have been running into is the susceptibility that comes with vulnerability, right? Uh, the Latin word for vulnerable is woundable. It means you you have put yourself in a place where where somebody else could injure or harm you. And that is incredibly scary. If vulnerability comes without a cost, it's not actually vulnerability. It's pride masked as vulnerability. Because nobody would, would fake vulnerability unless they had their own best interests. That's the only reason someone would do that. And I have seen that before. It's very ugly. I really don't recommend it. It's not a good look for you. I don't know what you look like, but I, t- I can pretty much guarantee it's not a good look for you, okay? What, what we want to do with vulnerability, because, I mean, again, I'm not, I'm not going to try to, you know, pretend that there isn't a risk here. There, there's absolutely a risk involved. Um, but what we want to do is we want to approach vulnerability with wisdom, okay? That is the, the essence of what we're trying to accomplish here. And so if you've if you found yourself in situations where you're like, man, I've shared and I was vulnerable and I just felt super emotionally raw afterwards, um, like how, how do I do this? I, I've been shut off for so long. I've been numb for so long. And, and now I, I, you're telling me I have to open up and I believe you and I'm willing to try it. But when I do it, I just feel so weird and uncomfortable and, and, you know, woundable, right? Like, like it's just, it's a very tender place to be. So what I want to talk about, or what I want to, I, I guess, share with you guys is how to do this well. We, I want to make sure that you set yourself up for success. But the, the other element that's going on here, assuming that, you know, you haven't done anything unwise in expressing vulnerability, then the second thing I want to do is I want to brace you for impact, okay? Because without bracing for impact, this can feel like a little bit of an abrupt 
or rude kind of welcome to the whole subject. So for starters, let's talk about how to do this really safely. Number one, vulnerability should not actually be that public when you first start out. So what I mean is if you have an addiction to porn, you've never told anyone and you're like, okay, I'm going to be vulnerable, posting it on your Facebook page is probably not the place for that. Um, We could commend your vulnerability, but it's just way too public for a starting point. We want to start privately first. Privately could be with more than one person. Um, I think uh, like for me, I definitely needed to start with one person. That was all I had in my life and that kind of branched out little by little. But um, if you're going to start with more than one person, it should be small. It should be a small group of people that you're really opening up to and being vulnerable with, okay? Now, I use my example of when I uh, when I first start talking about my issue, but I'm this is obviously talking about way more than that. This is talking about just vulnerability um, for the sake of building healthy relationships, learning to share emotions, all that kind of stuff. Start small. We want to start safe, right? Uh, again, to use the Facebook example, whether it was the confession of your addiction or it was like, oh, I feel really angry because my boss did said something and it hurt my feelings. Well, again, if you're gonna if you want to learn how to be vulnerable and how to share those things vulnerably, Facebook isn't the place to do it, right? So we, we're gonna start private. That's the first thing we want to do. The second thing we want to do is we want to have a goal in mind. Vulnerability for the sake of vulnerability is a futile endeavor. We, we ultimately want to do vul- we want to um, express vulnerability for one of two reasons. Either we want to do it for the betterment of our emotional, and psychological well-being, knowing that the vulnerability is going to allow us to find an added degree of safety, security within ourselves, et cetera, et cetera. Or we want to do it for the sake of connection, or I suppose the third option would be that we do it for both. But we want to be really intentional. We don't want to just be like, oh, I watched this 15-second reel. It said that, you know, the most powerful people in the world are those who are vulnerable. So I'm going to go try being vulnerable. It's like, no, 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 no. There has to be a goal. There has to be some sort of target that we're trying to hit in this activity because it is, again, it's an extremely tender act. It's a very tender behavior to put yourself out there and we want to make sure that it's done with wisdom. Part of that is going to include um, what, what we're talking about here, which is setting that that goal, having that goal in mind, okay? And then the last thing we want to do with vulnerability uh, when we're really stepping into this is uh, we want to debrief, okay? So this is like, this is kind of funny. Like, Think about it. Um, think about it this way. So you're you're building the self awareness, right? And you become aware of like, oh wow, when I'm angry, like anger is a huge trigger. Um, and and the way that the only way I know how to handle my anger in life is by watching porn or by masturbating. So then you you think, well, okay. So the next time I get angry, I'm gonna journal about it because that's that's what Sathya told me to do. So you journal about it. You get some clarity on why you're angry, where it's coming from, some of the beliefs and thinking patterns around it. And you're like, okay, um, I have a good understanding of anger. Now Sathya is telling me I need to be vulnerable. That's his second pillar of recovery. And so um, I guess I'm going to go be vulnerable and I'm going to find someone to share with. And then afterwards, you may find, oh my gosh, I feel kind of raw. Like I feel a little bit like, ugh. Um, so what you're going to want to do now is you want to come back to your journal and you want to talk it out, right? So you're you're giving yourself a, an actually a built-in opportunity to further your self-awareness, to to better your understanding and to strengthen your emotional fitness 
by coming afterwards and just debriefing it a little bit. And because journaling is a very spiritual practice, we're involving God and we're, we're, we're listening back. Um, talk to him about it. That's what you're debriefing with. You're getting him involved in the process. And I highly, highly recommend this. This is really, um, this is a, a huge, it's a difference maker. This is, this is what's really going to give you guys a chance to, um, to further and expedite your recovery process and the experience of being vulnerable. Now, what happens when you do this, when especially when you debrief after feeling vulnerable, is you're able to just kind of take the edge off that sometimes comes when you first start. Um, I, I joined a business mastermind last year, and on the first call after I had joined, the leader of our group, Nicholas, said, um, so there's three things you guys are going to share on the call today. You know, we're going to go around, uh, what do you do? You know, like, what's your business kind of... Um, what is the biggest challenge you're facing in, or, or what's the biggest goal you have for this next year ahead? And what is something that you have never shared with anyone before? So there I was like kind of in the same environment again. Um, uh, if you listen to yesterday's episode, I shared a story about that. And one of my one, one of my friends, somebody that I, I already knew, he was a friend, we had gone to know each other. Um, he shared a really powerful story. Like I was so moved. I was like hanging on to his every word. It was so raw. It was so vulnerable. It was something that happened to him in his childhood. And um, I reached out to him afterwards. And because I've seen this happen before, because I could tell like, I could tell he was like, really, it would, took a lot for him to share. And I just said, hey, man, um, how are you doing? Because uh, you shared really vulnerably there. And um, I just know that often people get a bit of a vulnerability hangover. And he's like, oh, dude, he's like, is that what that is? He's like, I've just felt so weird since I did it. I'm super glad that I shared. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just feeling like really weird. And I feel like, oh my gosh, I put a lot out there. And what are people going to think of me? And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, no problem. Dude, you just need to debrief it. Like just talk, he, he was engaged at the time. Just talk to your fiance a little bit about it. Let her know that it happened. Um, I was like, or you can talk to me. Like, I'm happy to be that person. Uh, but just debrief a little bit and it'll be fine. And he was like, oh, no problem. And, and he wound up doing that and it was all good. But that happens sometimes because number one, we're exposing things that have been hidden for a long time. And number two, you're working out a muscle for the first time. And anytime you work out a muscle for the first time, it gets incredibly sore the next day. And the soreness gets a little bit better day two, but it takes time. And what you can do to actually uh, um, expedi- expedite, I think that's the word, expedite, that's the word, to expedite the the kind of healing and recovery process is you can foam roll, you can massage, there's certain little movements and exercises you can do. And that's kind of what debriefing is like. It's not going to fully eliminate the soreness because it just takes time to, to kind of flex that muscle and build the strength. But what happens after you do this regularly, assuming that you follow our kind of checks of wisdom, assuming that you do this with wisdom, then what's going to happen is you're going to get uh, a lot more accustomed to it, to the kind of discomfort, and it's not going to feel so uncomfortable after a while. But that takes time, and the way that you get there is by debriefing it. So don't just keep doing it over and over again. That's part of it. But also debrief after every time you do it, even if it's just journaling a little bit. This is how I felt. I opened up. Uh, here are the things that I'm worried about. I don't know what so-and-so is going to think of me. So-and-so gave me a funny look when I said that. You know, his eyes were like slightly squinted more than they normally are. And I'm pretty sure they were judging me, right? Like we get super hypersensitive about this stuff. And so it's just better that you write it out. Just get it out there. Then you can see how ridiculous or how valid it is. And then you can have a dialogue with God about it if you follow our journaling methodology. I'll put a link in the show notes to that if you want to go check it out, um, uh, which which you really should if you want to do this well. Uh, but these are some things that are going to really help you 
experience vulnerability and see that, yes, as a matter of fact, it is worth the risk. Because on the other side of it is greater connection. It's greater security within yourself. On it is more healing, more recovery, and you stepping into the things that God has made you for, the things that he's called you to do, and the person that he's called you to be. And guys, if we're accomplishing that, then we can successfully say a job well done. So that's everything for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you have a fantastic day and I'll talk to you guys soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, it's Thea again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.